Hello, and welcome into another episode of the podcast, Being Jim Davis, the least distressing part of... Oh, sorry, the tagline changed again. It's going to be three panels of comic strip for you, not them. My name is Jonathan (laughs) Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and was that a reference to the bubble tape commercial that aired on Saturday morning television when I was like 10 years old? Uh, Yes, the very same. Oh, I never had any bubble tape. I, you know, but it's not Saturday morning today. No, not it's Tuesday morning today, mm-hmm. all day long. All day long. It's November eighth, nineteen eighty-three, and today we're reading the one thousand nine hundred and sixty-ninth ever RoboCop strip. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Are we keeping up this bit? I guess so. Uh, I don't what know. happens Jonathan, in the the RoboCop? In today's RoboCop. You said it was Peter Well. In my imagination, RoboCop was Dolph Lundgren. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, okay. in today's RoboCop, Garfield, <laughs> a.k.a. RoboCop, changes his tune about Aunt Gussie. I don't know another character in the movie RoboCop, so I'm not sure who Aunt Gussie represents. Hmm. Uh, okay, three panels. Uh, in the anti-penultimate panel, John Arbuckle is on the left. He's holding Garfield as if Garfield is a pigskin in the game of American football. Mm. Uh, he's smiling and happy, and Aunt Gussie is there on the left. We'll describe her in a second. John says, hi, Aunt Gussie. Aunt Gussie says, well, if it isn't my daydreaming nephew, John, and his cat, Blubberbutt. And Aunt Gussie is basically dressed like Irma the waitress, and she her hair is up in a bun, and she's wearing eyeglasses. Yeah, she looks a little like John's mother. Not Jonathan, surprising, I guess. Yeah. Jonathan, like this Lizzie Borden thing from yesterday. I called oh. up the, the Lizzie Borden strip from like two years ago. Yeah. And then, which also, also features Aunt Gussie. Yeah. She's quite different from one, like, her personality has completely changed in the last two years. In her personality and her appearance, she looks yeah. uh, like her hair is white instead of brown, or I guess gray. Yeah, like, um, I, it seems like ba- broadly similarly color hair, and that may be the same outfit. But in 1981, she didn't have glasses. Yeah. And she seems super nice. She like, she she looks. I mean, in stature, she's different too. She she yeah. she's like. I actually glanced at. The, I was pulling it up at the, uh, at the same time, and yeah. I glanced over at it, and I thought I'd. I thought I had gone to the, the wrong one because I wrong thought that place. was John's mom. Jonathan, we haven't done a a lore dive, in a while. No, but no, I no, think no. like the only possible explanation for this is that some woman has kidnapped and or murdered Aunt Gussie and is now impersonating her for unknown reasons. Like, is there any other possible reading of today's strip? I don't this think so. This not the same woman. That's not the same Aunt Gussie no, from it's 1981. it's clearly a different... I mean, it's been two years. Mm-hmm. I'd give right? you the glasses of like, oh, she wasn't wearing her glasses last time or her eyes are worse, so she needs glasses. But it's like clearly a different different posture, different attitude, different 
face. You say her hair looks broadly similar. It looks to me like she dyed it in between. Mm. Yeah. Or it's, again, different. Per- like, this is not yeah. Aunt Gussie. This is someone else. Do you yeah. think this is, I mean, Odie is, uh, you know, in, in, in Being Jim Davis lore, Odie is currently a DEA ag- agent who's undercover posing as Odie to take down um, John Arbuckle's drug mm-hmm. ring, which he mm-hmm. runs as Din Mother. Do you think this is another DEA agent? Yeah, possibly. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, Hi, what I, happens in okay. panel two? Right, in panel two. Look, she so Aunt Gussie points in Garfield's face, who opens his eyes in alarm. John is also mm-hmm. alarmed. And Aunt Gussie says, look, rodent breath, if you come within 10 feet of my canary, I'll make a doily out of your hide. Can I, um... Can I workshop an Aunt Gussie voice? Yes. I feel like she's got a like a quickly look, rodent breath. If you come within ten feet of my canary, I'll make a doily out of your hide. I feel like she's got a gangster voice, like a like a mafia, you know, yeah, stereotyped I, I, mafioso voice. I don't have any particularly strong feelings about that. So and sure. she's chewing gum aggressively the whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay, I like well, that. Well, if it isn't my daydreaming nephew, John Arbuckle, and his cat, Blubba-Butt. It sounds like, you sound like one of the weasels in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That that might be, I mean, it could be one of the Look, Rodent Brat, you come within <laughs> ten feet of my canary. I'll make a doily out of your hide. When I killed your brother, I looked just like this. And then the, his eyes are bugging. Did that scare then, you as a child? That oh, yeah, really it's terrifying. scared me as a child. It's terrifying. It's that, not that. It's the, like the, the most frightening movie sequence in that, since that part of Ernest, uh, no, Pee Wee's Big Adventure with Large Marge. You're going to say Ernest uh, Scared Stupid? Nah, I, I don't with know Eartha why. Kit? I, I, I said Ernest when I meant. Pee-wee. Did you remember that Eartha Kitt was in Ernest Scared Stupid? Did you remember that? I don't think that? I've seen the movie. Catwoman Ernest, herself. I don't think I've seen the movie Ernest Scared Stupid. Did you know that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in Slam Dunk Ernest? I mean, that makes sense, but I don't think I've I don't think I've seen Slam Dunk Ernest either. That one's either. less surprising. Okay, in the last panel, uh, Eartha Kitt has left, and we have a slightly wider shot. We see more of. Sure. I don't know why particularly i guess there's less dialogue so john became taller for that reason anyway garfield is thinking i like her Mm. i like that i like his response yeah yeah i I mean this is actually and then he's like yeah i like her yeah i this is actually not a bad garfield um, I like the the difference between Garfield's response and John's response there in mm-hmm. panel three. Yeah, John, John is, is still, still like astonished. He's like frozen in shock. He's petrified, and Garfield's into it. Garfield enjoys being ab- abused. Yeah, I feel like like that's why he goes out on the on the fence and sings, and people he likes people to throw stuff at him. You yeah. know. I think that's why Garfield is unhappy in John Arbuckle's house a lot of the time. Like he's he's the top banana. John and, uh, loves and him he too wants much. to be 
Like he wants to be dominated more. Yeah. You know. I hear that. I get Don't that. Don't we all? Okay. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. It's a podcast. Thank you for listening. We love you. Yeah. Thank hand you. Hand 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 This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.